three weeks of food is a great minimum threshold if you're starting out um, and having like three weeks worth of cash, a month's worth of cash at least on hand. I think of threes, three seconds, three minutes, three uh, three days, three weeks, and then three months. And after that, you know, you're 90% more prepped than anybody else if it's if it's about cash or resources. Okay, so with the Biden administration using the IRS as his personal Gestapo to go after people, with him hiring on some new 50,000-plus agents, who knows what's in the financial outlook for the next year? We already knew that in most of the countries of the world, during the COVID pandemic or pandemic or whatever you want to call it, governments were printing money like crazy, and that leads naturally to massive inflation. Biden promised us, no, no, my policies build back better, won't lead to inflation, never, never, never. And of course, now we're seeing massive inflation. At LifeSite, we've actually got a preppers group going. And one of those who is a prepper at LifeSite, you will have seen before. His name is Nick Marmaleo. He heads up our video department. But he has also been featured on prepping videos. We did that prepping video, and he was the one actually showing people how to use handguns. Oh, yes, he's a prepper indeed, but not only with guns, not only with food, also with finances. We're going to be talking this time to Nick Marmaleo. Stay tuned. Nick, thanks for joining us. Thank you, John Henry. It's great to be here, as always. Let's begin, as we always do, with the sign of the cross. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. So, first of all, Nick, you are a prepper. You're great with everything, but you're not wearing tinfoil hats. You're not doing anything crazy, but you're just taking care of your family in in a normal way. Is that right? That's what I'm attempting to do, although some have accused me of wearing a tinfoil hat at times. So. <laughs> Obviously, with, with prepping, that great video that you guys did, uh, which showed about firearms and prepping for you know food insecurity and whatnot. There's another aspect to it, though, that is really creeping on us, um, and that is the financial insecurity. At LifeSite, behind the scenes, we've had to make all sorts of plans for financial security because we've watched... President Trump get debanked, truckers in Canada get debanked, and then we just had in Canada, not too long ago, the Rogers Network went down. Now, that was huge because for a day, people actually weren't able to use their credit cards, their bank cards, or their phone tapping, and the only thing available to them was cash. But guess what? Most people didn't have any cash. So it created something. Tell me a little bit about cash and the necessity for having cash around. Cash is important because that's what's commonly accepted as a medium of exchange. So even if gold and silver skyrocket or, you know, or eventually will escalate in value, you're going to need cash for everyday transactions until that until a time in which there's no faith in in the currency. So I'm speaking from like a, a point of view of um, Having cash is important, but for me, having 
things that are of value um, that are outside that are not cash, whether it's gold, silver, um, things that are usable, commodities, um, things that you can get more cheaply now um, is very important for a crisis scenario when when the stores shut, when credit when the credit markets freeze, or for whatever reason, if there's a bank holiday or um, a, an economic crisis. Um, you need some cash on hand for sure, but then also to have the things that you need every day as well on hand as well. So in my opinion, having cash is great, um, but it, you also want to have the things you need because the last thing you want to be doing um, when you have a bank holiday is trying to go to the store to, to get supplies. In terms of supplies, in terms of cash, how long a period are you talking about that just normal people should have as a, as a backup, um, you know, you have to rotate your goods. Obviously, if you get extra goods, you put the, you know, new stuff at the back and use the stuff that's older first. But how much do you tell people is a good reserve to have in terms of, let's say, food and, and cash on hand? Three weeks of food is a great minimum threshold if you're starting out um, and having like three weeks worth of cash, a month's worth of cash at least on hand. Um, you know, it's, I mean, if it's available right now with, with the price of everything increasing, you know, people are, are spending what cash they have in order to make ends meet. So it's harder and harder to save. That being said, um, have, in my opinion, I think of threes, three seconds, three minutes, three, uh, three days, three weeks, and then three months. And after that, you know, you're 90% more prepped than anybody else if it's, if it's about cash or resources. What happened just now uh, in the economy or over, over the last little while in the economy? Ha we've seen massive inflation. Now, that was obvious to people who know a little bit about finance that basically you can't print money without getting inflation. And we printed massive amounts of money in every country to deal with COVID and the lockdowns. So I guess inflation was an obvious outcome. But Biden kept promising over and over and over again that his Build Back Better and so on, which was going on all the time, would not lead to inflation. Let's take a look at that. My plans do not add to inflationary pressures. The Build Back Better agenda will help reduce inflation, will help cut costs for the American people. If we pass the other two things I'm trying to get done, we will, in fact, reduce inflation. Inflation is going to come down next year. Inflation will come down next year. These inflation uh, rises will be transitory, that they will come back down next year. There's nobody suggesting there's unchecked inflation on the way. No serious economists. We know a lot of folks are struggling with inflation driven by Putin's war in Ukraine and the global pandemic. The greed of meat conglomerates. You could call it corporate greed, sure. You could call it uh, jacking up prices uh, uh, it, during a pandemic. Even if we drilled as much as we could, uh, the price of oil is still set globally. There's no amount of domestic production we can do to reduce or eliminate our vulnerability as a country to that volatility. We brought down the cost of energy. Wages have gone up higher, faster than inflation. But now we've got to massive inflation. In fact, there was just a clip on uh, Canada's uh, CBC that talked about how not only is it inflation, but there's a recession, at least according to more than 80% of people, the public, there's a recession and there's a recession coming. In fact, 44% of Canadians in, in, in the most recent poll, which was just done now, are afraid they can't put food on their tables 
And this is Canada, one of the most prosperous nations on earth. Let's take a look at that. Well, even with the interest rates beginning to slow down inflation, a new survey shows Canadians are feeling the financial pressure. According to exclusive Ipsos polling for Global News, look at these numbers. 84% of Canadians are concerned inflation will make everyday purchases less affordable. One in five Canadians say they are completely out of money and that there's no way they can handle a price increase for necessities. As for the economy... One in three Canadians worry they may lose their job if conditions don't improve. A feeling held by more than half of people aged 18 to 34. All right, Sean Simpson, Vice President of Ipsos Public Affairs, joins us now to discuss those numbers and where we may be headed. I think that's a big one as well. Sean, you've been tracking this for, for quite some time. Uh, inflation continues to be a major issue. Uh, also, you know, in, in many ways it's, you know, tempered down a little bit. At least that's, that's promising. What trend are you seeing overall, do you think? Yeah, overall, we're seeing that concern for inflation and rising interest rates is unabated. As you mentioned, 84% still concerned about the impacts of inflation on their finances. But when we look under the cover, we see that actually uh, in many areas, Canadians are, are maybe not as worried as they were in the spring. They're maybe adjusting and getting used to the situation. For example, now only, I say only because it's still a startling statistic, 44% are worried about being able to put food on the table for their families. That's down 18 points. It was in the in the 60s uh, back in June. It's now only 44%, but it's still 60% among parents with kids in the household. So still very, real, very real concern. The other major area where Canadians are seeing some relief is at the gas pump. Of course, every time you get in a car or transit, it's a constant reminder every corner where there's a gas station that prices are going up. But in fact, they have been coming down since earlier this year. Only 48% now worried about filling their gas tank. Still a high statistic, but down 21 points since the spring. It's interesting when you look at this, and, and the key word for me that stands out is worry. And in many ways, it, because that's a personal feeling and it almost becomes, you know, it's in many ways it's become normalized uh, because the reality at the same time you're looking at uh, personal debt for the average person, about 20 numbers that just came out recently, 21,000 per Canadian, that excludes mortgages, 2.32 trillion across the country when it comes to consumer debt. So you wonder if people are just sort of, I don't know if there's a denial but about the situation, you worry that this is a really dire situation for these people, even though the trend may be a little more promising. It's still very concerning, would you think? It is, yes. And uh, the thing about interest rates is it takes a while for us to really feel the effects. You know, most people, you know, mortgages are fixed rate. Credit cards generally don't change when interest rates go up. It's those lines of credit, the home equity line of credit. And uh, it takes a little while for us to feel the impacts. And, of course, when people with fixed rate mortgages go to renew, they'll feel the effects of higher interest rates as well. But really what people are worried about is the future. What's going to happen? They know that the uh, rising interest rates are are the medicine that we need to cure inflation. But what that almost inevitably means, according to Canadians, is a recession. 83% uh, believe that uh, a recession is coming sometime in the next year. And they're worried about that, particularly young people, uh, because um, many are worried about job losses. One in three Canadians overall say they're worried that they could lose their job as a result of a recession. There is a thing to do with investments in precious metals that you were talking about earlier uh, and the that that it's somehow a hedge against inflation and what that means can you explain some of that to us 
how does having precious metals do anything for you when you when inflation is going on? Well, right now, precious metals are undervalued intentionally by the powers that be, by the mega banks. I think that's being done theoretically because they want to keep the metal uh, cheap so they can buy more of it. Um, central central banks and, and governments are the largest purchasers of metal every year. So um, that's, that is an, an oft overlooked fact. So they're preparing for something. And in my opinion, what we're going to see is a rug be basically be pulled out from underneath the financial system. We've got a situation right now where um, you have this undervaluing, but there's also a notion that uh, things might take off after the election. I want to read uh, from Forbes magazine of October 28th. It said that BlackRock analysts in a recent note said they aren't so bullish about this year. And this is the quote, we see a bigger problem for stocks than any potential positives from the midterm election outcome, a looming recession, they say. Uh, this is a team led by Wei Li. Uh, they argue the Federal Reserve won't stop hiking until after the economic damage of rate rises is clear and that a recession will extend beyond the housing market in time. They continue, in the event the economy falls into a recession, Goldman projects the S&P could plunge another 13% to 3,400 points by the end of the year and to 19%, 3,150 over the next six months, taking a full year to recover its losses. Translation there is, it's very interesting to me anyway, that they seem to talk about a relationship to the election. Now, the election is coming up literally in days. What do you think is going on there? Do you see any time to the election? And therefore, do you see any need to prep before the election, even if so it's days away? Just a quick note before we return. If you would like to stay up to date on LifeSite's coverage of the latest life, family, and culture news, subscribe to one of our many newsletters by going to lifesitenews.com slash subscribe. And if you'd like to help us bring our truth-telling coverage to millions around the world, please consider making a one-time or monthly donation at give.lifesitenews.com. And now, back to the video. Do they want to keep things looking prosperous before the election to build confidence in the Biden regime and um, in his economic policies, which we know is tanking the real economy? So my opinion, my thought is BlackRock, the largest investment firm by assets, I think it's 10 trillion as of January 2022, is making this this forecast, I think, to cover, you know, their base, um, you know, to say that we told you so if, if things switch around. But that being said, it's important right now to, um, I think, take that at face value. And, you know, if you don't have your house in order already in terms of uh, preparedness items and, and things that you need, uh, it's a great idea to, to go ahead and take care of that. Um, if, if the, I mean, there are, there are prognosticators out there um, who, who I think are quite good, you know, saying we're weeks away from, from a, the mother of all crashes. It's not just going to be a little recession. Um, and one particular prognosticator uh, made, the, made the comment that when they pull the plug on this, because it's a planned economy, that they're going to not just pull the plug, they're going to kick over the table. And uh, that's Bill Holter, um, who was one of the, the greatest gold mines, uh, gold, you know, mined, uh, so, you know, precious metal analysts in the, uh, in the industry. So, and most people who are of like mind are essentially saying the same thing. So there is no, 
you know, there's a sense that all bets are off after the election because everyone is wondering what the, the master plan is. Are they going to try to kick the can down the road further where, you know, they, uh, the stock market's able to rally higher or, or are we really in for it soon? What we want to do too here is to give a plug to a group, a company that uh, does this exchange in gold and silver that LifeSite is now partnered with uh, because we were concerned about the same things that uh, many of you are and looking around for a good company to deal with. There are lots of companies out there. Some have more competitive prices and so on. Look for that. But we found one with really competitive prices that's actually faith-based. They're a Catholic company called St. Joseph's Partners. If you click on the link below, you'll get direct to them or click on the link in this video. Uh, it'll go straight to them. And there's a special LifeSite page for that. By going there, you'll be able to see their competitive pricing, but also that they're a faith-based company. We've checked them out. They're great to work with. So I would encourage you to go there, check that out, but be ready, not only in precious metals like we've been talking about, but also in terms of cash on hand and months, uh, a few months worth of food as well. Who knows what time we're living in right now, but the most important preparation you can always make is to be spiritually ready. So keep up your daily mass if you can and uh, daily rosary. Make sure you're praying because the times we're living in are perilous. But with the Lord's help, it doesn't matter who, you know, what goes on. Our Lord's got it all in hand. Nick, final word over to you. Your spiritual house is first. So once that's in order, then you can worry about everything else. Nick Marmaleo, thanks for being with us. And God bless all of you. We'll see you next time. Hi, everyone. This is John Henry Weston. We hope you enjoyed this video. And to see more like this, be sure to hit the subscribe button below to get all the latest content from LifeSite News. So check out our links in the description to read more, sign up for our newsletter, and connect with us on social media so that you can stay up to date with all of the latest life, family, and culture news. Thanks for watching, and may God bless you.